0: We're continuing through Psalm 119. We're actually getting close to the end of it. Uh, The many stanzas that we have here. Remember, each stanza consists of eight verses. Uh, This particular psalm is highly structured. And, uh, you know, sometimes you read the scripture and we don't read it with the understanding that's behind it. You know, we just think, well, it's just some words thrown together. No, no, no. There's a lot more to it than most of us know. And sometimes just paying attention to the structure helps to get some insight into it. With this particular stanza we're starting right now in verse 145, and it goes through verse 152, a psalmist, he's crying out. As a matter of fact, he starts off saying exactly that. And we've seen this all the way through, that there's been oppressors, there's been people who have come against him. He's asked God for help. He says uh, it's time for the Lord to rise up and to act. We've seen all these kind of things. But now we really see that this is um, he's he's, uh, having a hard time, as we would say in the vernacular today. Something is going on. Something is happening. I don't know exactly when the psalmist wrote this in his life. You know, I could probably find that out if I went and researched it and looked it up. In other words, what is going on? What is occurring? We may know. We may not know. Uh, Really, it doesn't matter for the point of just seeing what's being said here. So let me read this whole stanza, verse 145 through verse 152. He begins with this. I cried with all my heart. Answer me, O Lord. I will observe your statutes. I cried to you, save me and I shall keep your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I wait for your words. My eyes anticipate the night watches that I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me, O Lord, according to your ordinances. Those who follow after wickedness draw near. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Of old I have known your testimonies, that you have founded them forever. And so we see a lot of the same elements that we've seen in the other stanzas right here. Uh, The various ways that he speaks of the word of the Lord as statues, as testimonies, as your word, as your ordinances, your law, your commandments, uh, your testimonies. So just about every verse brings uh, uh, up a different nuance, a different descriptor for these things. But here you see how he's crying out. He says in the first four verses right here, does he say maybe three or four times that I cry out, I cry out? And then he actually shows uh, what's happening in his life. So 145 at the beginning said, I cried with all my heart. He's crying out to the Lord with all his heart because of the, circum- uh, um, uh, <laughs> the, the circumstance. And this heart thing is it literally means with my inner man. I'm crying out with everything. And that word cry can be, and it is translated, uh, proclaim, the call out to recite. The context determines what it is. And he's literally saying this. I cry out and proclaim with all my inner man. And he's saying, Lord, answer me answer me, respond to me, you know, do something about this, which is what he's been asking all the way through. And he says, oh, Lord, answer me. I will observe your statues. Now, he's not saying, if you will answer me, God, then I will observe your statues. No, he's been saying all along, I have observed your statues. He's very forthright about it. But he's saying, Lord, I'm going to continue observing these statues no matter what. 146, he says, I cried to you save me and I shall keep your testimonies. And so the idea is I need to be saved, Lord. I need to be delivered from the enemies here. I need to be delivered from the oppressors, from the ones who are coming against me. And he says, I'm crying to you. Now, what's interesting is, he says, I cried with all my heart. I cried, answer me. Uh, Is this something that's happened in the past? Is this what's happening right now? What's going on? Uh, Regardless, we see that the psalmist cried and cried And continue to do so. In other words, the Lord did not answer immediately. And he didn't move immediately. And that's where we have to come along and say, Lord, we are resting and trusting in your timing, your perfect timing in all things. Verse 147, he says this, I rise before dawn and cry for help. I wait for your words. So we see cry three times right here, crying with all my heart, crying to you, save me, and arise before dawn, before the sun comes up, and he's crying for help. And he says with each one of these things, I'm going to observe your statutes. I'm going to observe your testimony. I'm waiting for your words. That's interesting, isn't it? Because everything else we've seen sort of carries the idea that he has a written copy of the law, Okay, that he's uh, heeding the commandments, the statutes, the testimonies. He knows what they are, but here he says, I wait for your words. So is he waiting for another word that's outside the written word? Well, perhaps. Or is he waiting for that word to come fruition, to fruition, which the Lord has promised? I think both are likely true right here. Now, verse 148, the last one we'll look at today, and it's sort of tied into 147. My eyes anticipate the night watches that I may meditate on your word. So in 147, he says, I rise before dawn and I cry for help. Okay? And I'm waiting for your word. In 148, he says, my eyes anticipate. What does anticipate mean? It goes before. In other words, you're looking for something that is yet to come. Uh, We usually uh, use anticipate in in a positive kind of way something that's forthright, we're really looking forward to it happening. And that's the idea here. He says, my eyes anticipate, look forward to the night watches that I may meditate on your word. So why why would his eyes be looking forward to the night watches? Well, the night watches, um, what, nine o'clock, midnight, three o'clock, when people are resting, when they're sleeping, but you have people that are standing guard, you're standing watch. Uh, most people are asleep. Most Uh, everything is sort of calm at that moment, the busyness of the daylight hours and all that kind of stuff. He's saying this, my eyes look forward to those night watches when all that is pressing against me, the cares and the concerns of the world are not at that moment pressing on me. And I can anticipate the night watches because it's then that I meditate on your word. I tell folks that all the time. You know, when you're awakening in the middle of the night, when you can't sleep, when you can't do these kind of things, uh, then just open up the Word of God or turn it on in your app and listen to it, whatever it may be. Uh, For the true believer, there's a reason why you're awake. Okay? I think there's a reason why God wakes you up, particularly if you experience something like you're waking up at the same time every night. You look over in the watch, it's always saying 323, 323, 323. You ever had that happen like three nights in a row? Quite often, the Lord's trying to say something to us related to that. And when that happens, I just start with, okay, Lord, I'm going to read the third chapter and the 23rd verse out of every book in the Bible. <laughs> and you think, well, that's sort of crazy. Well well, maybe, but probably not. You'll find out that it doesn't take that long to do that. Um, but that the Lord may be speaking something to you, trying to reveal something, trying to give some insight. Pay attention when you're up during those night watches. Here are the psalmists that say, man, I've got where I anticipate those times because that's when I can meditate upon your word. You know what, Lord, you know me. I rise up before dawn and I cry for help and I wait for your word. In other words, he's modeling and giving an example of not being slothful, not being lazy, not sleeping your life away. Far too many do that. Uh, even true believers now, they may be awake in the physical, but their spirits are dead because they're numbed by the various activities that they're involved with. They'll sit there and say, "Oh, well, I, you know, I can't. I read the word for ten minutes and I get bored and I just can't pay attention." But they'll sit there for ten hours and do let's just say other things that are not as profitable okay so listen what the psalmist is saying cry out with all your heart okay rise up cry for help anticipate those times when you can meditate upon the word and see what the lord does well thank you for your time again i'm dale and i'll see you in the next episode goodbye